Kristen. And I'm Jess. And we are Swifties, Swifties Anonymous. Anonymous. Hi, welcome back to Swifties Anonymous. Wow, I hated that hi, but okay. <laughs> Bye, welcome to Swifties hi. Anonymous. <laughs> Bye, we have been Swifties Anonymous. Well, welcome back. It's been a minute since we recorded. Yes. Because we, summertime, vacations and stuff, so here we are. And I had a cold the end and Jess had a cold and that prevented me from doing the podcast it wasn't me just being lazy nope that's are you feeling better though oh yeah I'm fine okay good (laughs) I have to say I haven't gotten a cold in this whole time like however long it's been two years I guess it's the I just continue to wear a mask just because I like hiding half my face so yeah same I mean we're gonna get blocked for talking about COVID so we need to oh no be we're definitely gonna get like the little like pop-up that's like for more information visit the CDC website yeah so for more information i'll just get ahead of it visit the cdc website <laughs> well let's talk about some swifty news yeah let's get into it do we have swifty news not a lot going on at the moment huh, that we know what of. she wants you to think <laughs> but i mean i did see the thing where joe jonas uh during a jonas brothers concert they played much better mm-hmm. or whatever that song mm-hmm. is and he changed the words at the beginning where he says, I'm done with superstars and the tears on her guitar. Is that what the line is? Yeah. And he changed it to what? I'm cool. Now I'm, yeah, cool, now I'm with cool with superstars. <laughs> I watched the little video and, I, yes. and he like had this like cute little smirk. I was like, yeah, he definitely was like, I like he it. put the emphasis on it too. He wanted people definitely. to notice. And everyone cheered. Like everyone knew. Yeah, it was great. Which I is thought it was cute. The perfect Swifty news for this episode, actually. It really is. Yeah. Now, how do you happy. ask? You'll have to listen to the whole episode stay to find tuned. out. So stay tuned. <laughs> um, and I guess I don't know if we really – I don't remember if we talked about uh, Taylor's honorary doctorate from NYU. Yeah, I feel like we touched on it in the last episode a little bit maybe. Um, but I read – I did read her speech and it seemed – it was cute. I liked it. Like she was really positive and like – I saw a lot of like, like half of Swifties are like, she's Dr. Taylor Swift. And the other half are like, she's not a doctor. Like it's taking away from people who earned this. And I'm just like, oh my, this affects me in no way at all. <laughs> I have no opinion about this. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm happy. It's it's a really cool honor and people get honorary doctorates all the time. Like it's, 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 it's fine to me. Yeah. It sounds fun. I don't know. <laughs> well, one little bit of Swifty news that's not really Swifty news at all, but a couple episodes ago when we talked about the song Carolina for the new movie where the crawdads sing yes. i'd like to say that me and Kristen both read the book we both read the book at the beach yes separately we didn't even talk about it before we started reading it i don't think i think we yeah. just both happened to be reading it and <laughs> yeah i actually loved it and i'm sorry i enjoyed if it we made fun of the book at all in the other episodes but i'm very excited for the movie now and i can't wait for the song yeah it's got me intrigued and i had to watch the the trailer again and yes. the trailer actually like I I mean, you know, I, I don't know. It seemed pretty like faithful to the book and I liked the casting. Yeah. You know, I, I thought it was, it seemed pretty accurate and it was, it's a perfect beach read. So if you are going to the beach and you pick have it up. Yeah. And if you haven't read it, read it. And if you've read it, especially read it again, maybe. Yeah. Cause the, the beach vibe was so perfect. It like really we were was. saying in like a marshy area and it was like, I'm the marsh girl. <laughs> It was great. I wanted to go um, dig up mussels on the beach all day. Yes. I know. It's like definitely romanticizing, you know, probably a very difficult life, but I don't know. I know. I'm pretending. (laughs) I was really hoping that she was going to drop the song because she teased a little bit more about it, or at least Taylor Nation did. I saw that. They released like the longer trailer and I was like, the song, the vibe. I think she's going to wait until the movie actually is out in theaters. I mean, she's got something Probably. up her sleeve, just in general. She has to. I mean, I mean she it's has June. to have so- something. It's June. Here we are. No more Taylor content. Okay. Where are these insiders at that were like, okay, she's definitely dropping something in March. And if not, then this summer for sure. Like, she's definitely <sighs> going to release more music. I mean, you're right. But that's, yeah, technically not wrong. But like, I felt like 1989 Taylor's version was coming this month, but I don't know. <sighs> No, be perfect. or at least an announcement for it because it's the – I was holding out. I was, you know, definitely hoping for Speak Now in the spring because it's such a springy album, but that has come and gone and nothing, so. Yeah, I mean – Now I'm, it's time for summer. I'm thinking – I'm thinking whatever Please. she does is going to be abrupt. Yeah, she has to. It's been a minute since she just, like, dropped something out of the blue, so I think it's possible. 
Yeah. But also she when she did all like the hype train for Red. Yeah. That was pretty cool too. I know. To like be in anticipation for it. So, you know, I like either one. I don't know. I'm here for whatever it is. Either way. Please. Either way. So this is the last time I'm listening to this song. That <laughs> Yeah, I had to listen to it a bunch today. And I think I'm good for a good while. So let's get into it. <laughs> oh. off um what what do you think of this song oh Jess? you're gonna you're gonna do this to me i knew you're yeah we're, I, had, I was yep, feeling flipping it. it flipping the script so yeah i'm i'm not a big fan of the song if i were to pick a song to skip from red this would probably be it but if i force yeah. myself to listen to it and i'm i don't like immediately skip it i like it okay and i think the thing yeah. is is i don't like gary lightbody's voice that much I'm not a big. Snow- yeah. I mean, I listened to Snow Patrol back in the day, like Chasing Cars era. But yeah, we all did. Yeah, I, I'm just. <laughs> I don't really like. I don't like how it's. He's so. I don't know what the word is. Like pronounced in the song. Like there's yeah. so much of him. <laughs> yes, he is. It's he just like, takes over vocally. I guess maybe. Right. It's like um, in Breathe featuring Colby Calais. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even hear Colby. Yeah. And that was still a feature. And so for this to be featuring Gary Lightbody, but he sings the whole thing, like. Taylor, do you know what a feature is? I mean, honestly, it's just worse exile. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes. That's, I mean, yeah, because I I feel the same. Like, it's not a bad song. Like, if I force myself to listen to it, like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, do anything for me. But it's like, and their voices sound good together. See, I'm not crazy about for their sure. voices together, I don't think. I feel like they don't, Yeah, blend, I don't know. Like, they, they don't sound bad, but it doesn't, like, like, they sound good but not like amazing taylor sounds great i love her vocal in this but i don't know yeah and then then, but yeah when you get exile it's like why would i ever listen to this when exile exists (laughs) and some people must love the song like brit our friend from a couple episodes ago she said this was one of her favorites like we're like about to really (laughs) go for the jugular on this song so i'm really sorry brit We come don't back mean on to the show too. This, yes, come back and defend the song. We would love to hear it. So, well, let's get a little bit into the background. Do it. Um, so, for this song, Taylor wanted to replicate the sounds of the songs Jackknife Lee had produced for the likes of U2 and Snow Patrol. And so, not only did she recruit Gary Lightbody of Snow Patrol to co-write and duet this with her, but she also recruited Jackknife Lee to, um, I guess, produce the song. Which, do you know anything about Jackknife Lee? Had you ever heard of him? I mean, I was looking at his credits because I've definitely heard of him. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I get why I don't like this song. Because, <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of U2 mm-hmm. um, or Snow Patrol with, like, the big, like, it's not like Britpop. Um but it is that like I don't know. Yeah, that sound it that is I'm that, not a huge fan it of. It is that sound, <laughs> and I don't. Yeah, now that I'm, I'm thinking about, it, I don't know what that's called because it's clearly not what Britpop, quote unquote, is. Yeah, I don't know. I need to have done more research. Well, no, I I was worst it, podcast host ever. I didn't really award. either. I think I did, and then I <laughs> forgot. Well, because the next song also has a producer that was interesting that I researched, and I feel like I found Indeed. his works a lot more interesting. So we'll get into that yes. later, but. I agree. Um, anyway, I knew you usually know more about music stuff, so. But let's maybe I'm just put asleep by Jackknife Lee's I mean, um, credits. You would you think with a name like Jackknife, it'd be a little more exciting. I need to pull up his Wikipedia page again so I can look at it. But I'm right. sorry, Jackknife, please come on the show. <laughs> well, while you're looking that up, um, I have a little quote from Taylor about the song, what it's about. She said that it was inspired by an experience with an unreliable guy. My visual for the song is there's a guy on his knees sitting on the ground outside of a door. And on the other side of the door is his girlfriend, who he keeps on leaving. And he keeps coming back to her, but then he leaves again. It's a really fragile emotion you're dealing with when you want to love someone, but you don't know if it's smart to. So, sounds familiar. <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> okay, so Jackknife Lee has worked with Block Party. Oh yeah, I did that. See that. Did um, yeah, that that caught my eye. But I don't think he did Silent Alarm, which is their only good album. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, 
All right. Moving right along. Well, so this song obviously is very similar in message to I Almost Do and We Are Never Ever Getting yeah. Back Together, which I didn't realize that. I actually had never really delved into thinking about what the song really meant. True. So. Yeah, me either. <laughs> and But it, I think because, yeah, I mean, just because it's a little less, a little bland. Yeah, it's a little bland. And um, I mean, I guess it, it is an interesting perspective because I guess that he's supposed to be singing from her ex's, her mystery ex's perspective. Yeah. And like he's saying, oh, <laughs> this is the last time I'll leave. And she's like, this is the last time I'll take you back, I guess. So that's kind mm-hmm. of interesting. I mean, I like the concept. Yeah. So. I mean, because it's a similar concept of exile. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> There's that Which too. wasn't written until, you know, like 10 years later or whatever, but yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Well, should, should we go <laughs> to the fun facts? <laughs> yes. Anything fun. I mean, I couldn't really find that much fun. Uh, I guess, according to the guy from Snow Patrol, he said last time was was written and recorded in just nine hours. Which, I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Kind of shows. No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. yeah. I, I I was looking at some of the reception, like the critical reception. I know we don't always talk about it, but I thought it was interesting because you mm-hmm. had one, this one guy. I don't want to butcher his name, Joseph <laughs> Adelano. Um, I don't know. He, d- yeah. he described this as the most mature track on the album and said that it represents a darker tone on Red. That's true. So, I can agree. Yeah. So I don't know. And said that, you know, she was ready for the adult pop realm and lends her artistic credibility. I don't know. So yeah, at, least, I at mean, least there's some people out there that like it. Yeah. But um, yeah, it definitely like is that like adult. I don't know. Adult seems like the wrong word because it makes you think of like adult entertainment or something but no that's it's not, like adult not what contemporary I mean. pop <laughs> exactly <laughs> like i could see it all playing on contemporary adult pop radio or something i don't know yes so i did have a question so this song was released as a single apparently but i guess not in the u.s yeah, maybe in the uk i saw yeah all the charts looked like they were it was maybe just an international single and not in the u.s because hmm. i don't remember hearing this on the radio i don't either not a one time. Not that that means, I don't know. It, it just seems like it would be playing in Kroger or something. Yeah. At this point. But I have not heard it in a Kroger or a Food Lion. So. Yeah, because it got a music video, which was kind of <laughs> weird. But, or, well, if yeah. you want to call that a music video, but I don't know. Yeah. But I agree with Billy Dukes, <laughs> my friend Billy over here All right, from Taste of Country. I don't know. Please come on the show. Yeah. He said about this song that he felt like Lightbody dominates the track and Swift stretches out in the backseat. And he called the last time the only pure skip ahead moment on Red. And I feel like that was put pretty well. (laughs) Yes. It really, it sounds more like a Snow Patrol song featuring Taylor Swift. Yeah, exactly. Rather than the other way around. So, yeah. 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 And I I pretty much skip it. Um, And it's easy to, you know, because... Stay, stay, stay. I also skip. And so this one's right there. And it's just like, bloop, bloop. It's just a little slump in the album. And then we're back. Yeah. And it's not, you know, because it's really like, it's not a bad song by any means. I just don't love it. No. Yeah. Because there's nothing like wrong with it. And it seems like something that would be right up my alley because I like, you know, I usually love a ballad. I love, um, you know. Duets. Dark male harmonies. Yeah. With like her like airy vocals. Um, But I don't know. It just doesn't just doesn't hit again if we were talking that, about this before yeah. folklore maybe it would be a little different but before maybe, maybe. <laughs> before exile well should we get into some taylor or do you want to talk about the lyrics first Ooh, is there some taylor there is some taylor which i do like about this song um so obviously we can go ahead and assume it's about jake since it echoes you know i almost do and we are never ever getting back together i feel like yeah and I guess maybe that's why the song is so boring because it's not really saying anything that much different other than you right. get like the male perspective. But anyway. That's true. So the secret message, I guess I'll – it seems like we always have to jump ahead to that, is L.A. on your break. So – Ooh. See, the real Taylor is in the secret message. It's true. It's true. And I know we always have to talk about it a little bit earlier than normal. But yeah, so in between promoting his film Love and Other Drugs, Jake went to his house in L.A. in December of 2010 – um, and I guess Taylor was there with him for a while and then went back to New York. She did, that is. 
So the mm-hmm. secret message could allude to their fi- final public outing together when they were spotted driving together in L.A. Um, wow. But she, then she went home and, you know, she had her <gasps> birthday party, but he stayed. Oh, wow. So and that was that we all know about the birthday party. Yeah. Well, and we'll get more into that later. <laughs> we'll get, well, yeah, we <laughs> haven't other songs, been able but... to touch on that. Yeah. We still have a long way to go in this Taylor, this story arc. Yep. The Jake and Taylor arc. But it's another good old Jake film. I mean, film. Jake song. He obviously. <laughs> well, you think we've all seen this film before. Yeah. That's probably what I was we thinking. We didn't like the ending. <laughs> I was thinking of the short film, but you know. So, yeah. I mean, I guess, again, he must have tried asking for her back and maybe she, I don't know if her playing with the idea of saying yes. I don't know. Who yeah. Knows? But, and she almost did, but but maybe she did. Hmm. Anyway, so yeah, good old Jakey gives us another song. Good. <laughs> and this is Jake. Oh, Jill and uh, Owen. Jake Owen. Oh, oh yeah. Jake. Jake. Oh, Jake. Is Owens. that who all these songs are about? Wow, I am very lost. Yeah, sorry. Go back to episode <laughs> one. I'm gonna have to re-listen. What have we been doing this whole time? Okay. Um. Yeah. I think that's at least that the Taylor. That sums up the Taylor. Yes. And I it think it adds a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's better than um, a boring song that also like we can't connect to anything in Taylor's life. So it's kind of hard yeah. to, I mean, not that you have to, but you know what I mean? Right. Right. It's kind of fun. But sometimes it's like, I mean, even though it, I mean, it's pretty vague. Um, so you can, it's a good like self insert song. Like you can just picture yourself and your ex. Definitely. Um, but Yeah. Um, before we get into the lyrics, can I just say I hate the guitar solo, or if we can even call it that. When is the guitar solo? Oh, right before the bridge. Right before the bridge. Can you insert a little snippet? Now that I think about it. Yeah, because I can't think of it either. And I listened to the song like 15 times today because I keep forgetting how it goes. But every time I listen to it, it just annoys me. I think Ugh. I can picture it in my mind's eye or whatever. But make sure you put it in the episode yeah. for our listeners. I will. Yeah. Um, I just don't like it. I am not a huge fan of the bridge either, which usually like there's a lot of songs, you know, I don't like except for the bridge. And this is the opposite. Yeah. The, the bridge is just the same thing, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The one redeeming thing about the song is 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 her vocal, in my opinion. But true, yeah. And I do like I like like the vocal melody is mm-hmm. is pretty good. It's not my favorite, but it's still like it's catchy. And you know, again, not a bad song by any means. Just doesn't like strike me in a way, I guess. Yeah, and I like you. I think you said the the lyrics are just a little bit generic. Yeah. So, and it doesn't help that like the sound of it is also generic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if the music itself blew me away, I can forgive some boring lyrics. Yeah, or that's even, true. You know, you know what I mean? It just doesn't doesn't do it for me. But for some people, it may hit different and that's it, good for them. Absolutely. Yeah, just kind of generic. <laughs> well, did you have a favorite or a least favorite line that you could at least pick out? I had a least favorite line. Oh, I want to hear. Um, in the first verse, Gary says, <laughs> Gary, um, Gary, sorry, Gary, uh, nothing against you. And you open your eyes into mine and everything feels better. I just pictured I like, hate- a, like going underwater and like opening your eyes in <laughs> water underwater. Yeah. Open your eyes into mine. I'm sorry, but no, <laughs> maybe that was Gary's line. <laughs> I mean, obviously he wrote some of these lyrics. So yes, I'm sorry, um, but no. no. I don't like it. <laughs> it's been a, it feels like it's been a while since I had a least favorite lyric. I, I was love kind it. I'm excited about that. I never pick out a least favorite. I love that, that you do sometimes. Because, yeah, I like to pick out a favorite line of a song that I dislike. Yeah. But this this one, the open your eyes into mine, just really <laughs> hit different in a different way. <laughs> well, I have a favorite. Okay. What's yours? Okay. Um. Again, it's nothing crazy, but I like it. It's uh, you wear your best apology, but I was there to watch you leave. I do like that. Yeah. And maybe because it's a Taylor line, made me like it more. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I really couldn't pick out a uh, a favorite line, but I guess you can. Like, you can picture them on either side of a door, mm-hmm. you know. And like, because at the beginning he says, "Find myself at your door," but that's it. 
That's all. That's all it's got going for it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if there was a music video that was a story, maybe that would help. But you know, we'll get into that in a little bit. But well, I think it's time uh, for trope. It's weirdly not tropey. Ah, because there's no. Where are the details? Yeah, there's not a whole lot. Yeah, it's just it's not even a story. It's just kind of this like longingness, I guess, mm-hmm. which is I guess a trope in itself. But so, but the whole idea of it being the last time, yeah, is is a pretty big one. Um, and I guess that goes along with like second chances or hundredth chances, mm-hmm. another exile. Um, names on lists. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's true. a good one. Um, a guy showing up at a girl's door is one. Rhodes, the whole idea of like the heartbreak or whatever. Um, her in her room. Yeah. And, yeah. And doors that's, in that's general really, you, like, yeah, are kind of true. Which I think you skipped eyes. It's a minor. I, did. I mean, you wrote it's it right there, but you didn't I wrote say it, it, but I didn't say it. Yeah, eyes. There's a lot of eyes yeah, in this one. Like we the, all, the we're all looking at stuff. Big true. <laughs> you opened yeah. your eyes into mine. Yeah, I guess maybe like apologies, but it's just not like, and it's not super swifty. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. Like, I mean, the idea, the whole heartbreak thing obviously is, but it's not, there's nothing super specific. Yeah. And even like, it, I don't even think my famous ex really applies here because there's nothing that really like points to him except for the secret message yeah which and you still kind of have to do some digging a little bit to kind of figure out yeah who that probably is yep yeah i'm just not very swifty that's fair so. I, again it doesn't feel like a taylor swift song it feels more like a snow patrol song yeah so thanks jackknife <laughs> <laughs> um so did you listen to taylor's version back to back with the original by chance i am not gonna lie I forgot because by the time I thought to do that, I had moved on to the next song and I didn't feel like going back to the song. Yeah. I mean, I can't go back. I did listen to because I watched the music video. So I listened to yeah, her version. I mean, the original version, whatever the stolen version you want to call it for the first time in a long time. But did you notice yeah. any differences or what did you um, notice? I think this one is actually the Taylor's version is better. Mm-hmm. Um, but the again, like the vocals are mixed really stinking loud. Which I think it's a good thing for her because in the original she is kind of drowned out, and this yes. is more like more equal. Um, and the instruments are a lot crisper, which I like. But I mean, there's nothing that really like stands out. But they did get Jack Knife Lee back in the in the production chair for of this. One, they could so get him probably back. helped. Yeah, but Max, <laughs> no Max. <laughs> but that's about it. Did you watch the music video though? Uh, I think I did. <laughs> I, I didn't I realize I was watching it. it until I saw later that it was the official music video. But <laughs> yeah, for real. All I have to say about it is, I mean, I like how they're kind of like, I guess they're doing a little bit of performance with their backs are to each other. So it's kind of yeah. like you can imagine the door and they're like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love her red, just iconic red outfit. It's just like yes, the perfect. It is the, yeah, the striped shirt. With the, the high waisted red mm-hmm. shorts, perfect, and like the she's wearing like Oxford shoes, yes. super cute. Does is she have a ponytail? I think so. I think she has the bangs. Yes, perfect, iconic. But yeah, um, it did give me a bit of secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> um, I just felt like I pictured like Gary on a piano, and her like singing oh, on yeah. a on a stool, but him like kind of moving around awkwardly on the stage. Does he normally play piano? I've never really watched any know. Snow Patrol lo- live performances, but it seems like I he really should. don't know. But it seems like yeah, his voice is one of those ones that seems like he would be on a piano. But you know what? I think I'm mixing up some music videos because I remember Snow Sorry. Patrol chasing cars. Of course, are you going to say the fray? Playing. I'm going to say the fray. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I'm thinking about always. He's like everyone knows, and he's on the piano. That's I'm the picturing fray. that music video, but with. Chasing cars playing. Oh yeah. my gosh. Because I, I think I watched those music videos so much because they played constantly on VH1. Yeah. And around the same time. During the era that I watched it. There yeah. was like a little weird subculture of music that got really popular around that time where men had those that voice. Like yes, male singers. Absolutely. Like Snow Patrol, The Fray, even like Lifehouse a little bit. <laughs> yes. I mean, there was there was a lot of that voice. Kind yes. Of. But Snow Patrol, and I think a lot Snow Patrol of, did kind of come first. I have to give them that, I, I think, at least. Yeah, I think so, too. They maybe popularized it. Or, like, they brought it here, and then it just got popular overnight, seemingly. 
But anyway. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, Snow Patrol. You're, I'm sure you're great. Oh, yeah, we're not hating on Snow Patrol or the fray at this point. I mean, no. how to save a life. I feel like that is probably save some lives. inspirational in every like it, it, does it play in every Grey's Anatomy episode or <laughs> I've not watched a single episode. I just picture Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've never gonna... watched Grey's in my life. <laughs> let's move on to the rating for you yes, before let's. all the Grey's Anatomy fans hate us. Yeah, we're gonna get canceled by Grey's Anatomy fans. So not nothing against the show. Just we've never watched no, it. No, I've just not watched it. I'm sure that I would love it if because you know, I love like that era of TV. What era though? Because it's still happening. Yeah, so. true. <laughs> true. So we already talked about the secret message. It's LA on your break. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's time for ratings. What would you rate this? You go song? first. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> I maybe was being generous, but I gave it a four. I yeah, know. I I did a three point five to four because like, but I just felt like three point five was like mean almost because I don't yeah, like hate it. Yeah, it's not like a active dislike. It's just no, it's just a skipper, which yeah. is absolutely fine. So I'm gonna stick with a four. On yeah, myself as well. Now Swifty skill. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking. What do you think? Like a two? Maybe because it's like, not like bad. Two if it's or a zero. Three. It's just just not very Swifty. Yeah, it's really going to lower the average for this album. Well, I mean, that's what you get when you get Li- Gary Lightfoot to write your song or whatever his name is. Lightfoot. <laughs> oh, man. So, so are we doing really a, two? a two? A two or a three? Or a 2.2? Two two. Well, let's do two. Let's... <laughs> Ooh, 2.2. 2. <laughs> I don't know about you. I'm feeling 2.2. 2.2. 2. I don't two... know. Doors. Two I mean, that's the only doors. Thing. Two eyes opening up into my eyes somehow. <laughs> Two uh, last times. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, see, that's that's how you know it's bad when we can't find a thing to make the the ratings be of. So is that it for the song? That's it. I think it's time to move on. Or okay, wait, maybe yeah, we should take, take a little, a little break, break first. Yeah, sip some tea. And we'll be back. And we're back. We back. No, I didn't like that. I wasn't quite back yet. <laughs> okay. And I'm back. Now oh, we're back. Uh, we're Maybe. actually back. We might be back. What did you get into on your 20 minute break? Um, checked Instagram. Mm-hmm. Looked at my emails. Mm-hmm. Um, Ipsy was trying to send me some stuff. Shein, you know, just trying to keep up with the beauty twins. <laughs> Classic. Tw- yeah. Trends. Can't even say it. <laughs> anyway. It's just so cheap. Okay. This is not an Ipsy ad. It's not. <laughs> okay. Do we want to get into Holy Ground? Let's do it. What do you think of this song? <laughs> I love this song. You know I love this song. Yeah, it's great. It's um yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite on the album. I think I said that it was when you just you asked me offhand. Um but it might be cuz I really love it. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Of this song? I, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. I feel like I me like too. had been sleeping on the song for forever, like totally Oh yeah. didn't really pay that much attention to it for some dumb reason, but it's really good and Especially now, reading more about it, it's I love it. It's so catchy. Yeah, too. it is definitely. It's one of those ones that I kind of overlooked for a long time yeah. too, and then I was like, "Oh, this song actually slaps." It really does. So, yeah, I love it. Well, let's get a little bit into the background. She said the song "Holy Ground" is a song I wrote about the feeling I got after years had gone by, and I finally appreciated a past relationship for what it what what it was, rather than being bitter about what it didn't end up being. I was sitting there thinking about it after I'd just seen him, and I was like, you know what? That was good. It was good having that in my life. I love that. I love it, too. I love this song. Like, I feel like the first couple times I listened to it, like, I didn't really understand what it was about until, like, really diving into the lyrics, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. I like that she is just, like, reminiscing about a relationship that didn't work out, but, like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, me, too. 
Yeah, and I, it's nice having a break from um, the Jake drama on the album. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not that, I mean, I'm not saying about who this song's about quite yet, but it's obviously not about right. Jake. It's obviously about a we past don't know relationship. That a long, long past relationship. But it's, yeah, it's just, it's so, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's look into the fun facts a little bit because this kind of I, – I didn't know whether with the, this was a fun fact or background, but um, – Sounds fun. She immediately knew that she wanted the song to be produced by – okay, is it Jeff Basker? That's how I would say it. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I guess the H is just yeah. silent, but um, – which I don't know. Do you know anything about Jeff Basker? I had recognized the name, and then when I was looking at his credits, I was like, oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's best known for his work with Kanye West on 808s and Heartbreaks and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and Watch the Throne, which is hilarious because Kanye, but also pretty full circle. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. He also, Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, super interesting that, you know, Kanye. Mm-hmm. And that Taylor. Kanye connection, as always. And he also went on to produce uh, Some Nights by Fun, which totally makes sense now. Yes. With the drums and stuff. For sure. Totally getting fun vibes. I I don't know. I thought that was cool. Which is also fun that Taylor then started working with Jack Antonoff That's from Fun. That's right. Duh. Yeah. So I am just now thinking I should have researched this, but I wonder if that's how they got connected. I, I don't know, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> And that that some nights came out like the same year, right? Like 2012. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, what a great I album. Remember that vividly. Iconic. Um, um, also, yeah, this guy has worked with a ton of different artists. Yeah, as well. Also, Uptown Special with Mark Ronson, another great album, <laughs> yeah. and then Harry Styles' self-titled debut album. Another full circle moment. Yes, and he so. also did um, a few songs on the other Harry Styles album. Fine line. I don't know why I couldn't oh, think okay. of it. Just now. <laughs> I couldn't but, for a minute yeah, either. He's worked with a lot. He worked with Dua Lipa on Future Nostalgia. Like his his credits are wild. Like we've been yeah. over here talking about Dan Wilson, but Jeff Basker's over here chilling. But I guess the Dan Wilson thing was funny to me because he's from Semisonic of all oh, yeah. Yeah. bands, you know? And so that's why I was like, what? And then, yeah. But this guy, he's well known and does. Oh, just a wide so variety. So yeah. So this is again Taylor, you know, listening to a bunch of different styles of music and being like, I want to try all different things and work with yes. all different people. And yep, I, I love, love it. it. We are here for the collabs. Totally love it. <clears throat> and I think he also, which I guess we'll talk about more when we get into it. But I think it was Jeff Basker also produced another one of her songs on this album. Yeah, he did um, the Ed Sheeran one, the the little kid one. Oh, wait, oh, no, the no, lucky one, my the bad. The lucky one, yeah, that, I remember reading <laughs> I always it. get everything has changed and the lucky one confused. <laughs> the I don't know why. One. <laughs> <laughs> they the most words into the album. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, I like both those songs. I don't know why I like, and they, they very clearly say the names in them, and yet I can't, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> It happens. She has too many songs. Any other fun facts or personal anecdotes about the song you'd like to share? Uh, not really. Should we move on to the Taylor? What about you? Yes. No, let's do really. it. All right. Well, let's talk about the Taylor because... Well, we said it was going to tie in <sighs> yes. our Swifty news, so so better deliver. So, okay. So just a little background information. Um, obviously, we know that this song's about um, seeing a past relationship with new eyes and coming to appreciate it. Well, Swift, Taylor Swift and Joe Jonas dated <laughs> in 2008. What? Yeah. But they have mended things since. Even, you know, yes. Invisible String mentions her sending her, you know, her ex's baby's presence, which was a reference yep. to him. And then obviously with the Swifty news, they're, mm-hmm. he said, you know. He's cool with they're definitely superstars. cool. So yeah. So that's cool. But I didn't it's kind of funny to think, I guess Joe Jonas was spotted at Taylor's San Diego show during the Speak Now tour, which is kind of coming back to this. So I guess they were kind of cool even by then. Yeah. So that's nice. Maybe. That is pretty nice. But yeah, I guess so she played on October twentieth, two thousand eleven in San Diego on the Speak Now tour. Um, and I guess he was spotted there. There's like some pictures of him. So, wow. And I mean, there's Does this tie into the secret message. Oh yeah, 
Thank you for reminding me. Hey, See, we need to the move Taylor the secret is message. always in the secret message. So the secret <laughs> message is when you came to the show in SD. So she's San not Diego. subtle at this point, guys. Which it could also be South Dakota if you think about it. But I doubt hmm. she toured in yeah. South Dakota. Do you Dakota. think she played a show in South Dakota? I mean, who knows? It's possible. I should research uh, that before I say things. But okay. Yeah. And I guess there's like this whole thing where some fans um, are really into like really reading deeply about I guess she would put write song lyrics on her arms at each show. And so yeah. she I guess leading up to that San Diego show, her arm lyrics changed and became more cheerful. What does that mean? I, I don't know. Like as Can opposed you give to like uh, an example. <laughs> like I'm just talking about these Swifties. Like I'm like I don't have an know? example, but no, but like I because whenever, know. you know, especially from Speak Now era, she always had lyrics written on her arms. Yeah. But like I, you can't read them. I could never read them. I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know. So. Yeah, how are they seeing all these and comparing them? And anyway, so yeah, so they were thinking like, oh yeah, that's was because he was she was mending broken bridges with Joe. It's I don't know. That's I, I mean, think Swifties be thinking a little too deeply about that. But who knows? <laughs> I do love the song lyric on the arm thing. That is cool. Yeah, it's really cute. But yeah, so the song is probably most likely about joe jonas yeah would you say yeah and there's a couple like clues in the lyrics too like um like when she says for the first time i had something to lose maybe alluding to the fact that he was her first major famous boyfriend oh that is Um, true i never thought about that yeah and then the i don't want to dance unless i'm dancing with you kind of a callback to last kiss i'm not much for dancing but for you i did yeah they must have something about dancing and her not liking it in their relationship i don't know (laughs) right (laughs) so i mean he is always dancing i mean again we've seen the single ladies music video right (laughs) like i mean he's definitely like kind of a i don't want to say goober but he's just kind of like goobery and like just wants to be dancing all the time (laughs) and it's cute just wants to be dancing (laughs) yeah and she i mean we love taylor and we've all seen the shake it off music video where she dancing you know she dancing Uh uh-huh and like that is also how i dance so it's nice to be represented like i'm not a good dancer i don't pretend to be whenever i have to dance i i'm suffering even though i'm still having a good time but i just know i look like a, a weird I don't know. My arms are don't know what to do, and it's all bad. So, <laughs> I mean, same, same girl, same. Not that not that Taylor is as bad of a dancer as me. Like she's obviously. I mean, we've all seen the well, delicate she's... music video. Uh, yes, where she's she dancing, but she's, she's like actually like she's pretty good. She's probably trained. That's probably why. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely choreographed, but she still had to do it. Like, I don't think even I can't dance a choreographed dance. Like, I'd be flying all around. All right. I'm just getting weird at this point. (laughs) Well, let's. (laughs) let's, Anyway. Should we dive into the lyrics at all or? Yes. Okay. No, we should just skip the lyrics altogether. Well, I wanted to ask, too, about (laughs) this. Just kidding. (laughs) We never, we always, like, kind of insert this in random places, but, like, the old versus new song. So, but we can talk about that after the lyrics. Okay. Or we can do it now since you brought it up. That's true. Did so what you, did you, did you notice anything? I did. Um, I mean, a little bit. I, I noticed like the yeah. synths. I don't think I knew the song had synths until... They're much more pronounced. They're so they're so good. I love that part. And yeah, yeah they're much more I pronounced. Was, yeah. Yeah. I. You have to listen to with headphones. Yes. Yeah. And I For usually sure. don't, which is my problem. But I love... Yeah. In the When the synth comes in in the second chorus... Oh, so good it's so good um and that i think thank you jeff basker for that because like in all of his stuff he just does these little like tweaks to make it sound full and we yeah. love it it's great so the beginning is different the way the guitar comes in yes like, yeah it's a little jarring but like so i sometimes will listen to the old version but i like of course her voice sounds amazing on the new one i was gonna so, say her like, voice is much improved wise, in this song yeah like production wise there's nothing really like glaring that makes the new one worse <laughs> like others you know what i mean so yeah her voice sounds so good so yeah i agree yeah that was <laughs> my only other note it was like the synthesizers in her voice is in particular the song i feel like i noticed a big improvement for some reason yeah so yes well, now should we go to the okay. lyrics? Let's do it. Okay. So this song is pure poetry to me. Oh, my like, goodness. It's so good. 
it's it and it is one of those songs that I kind of you know didn't care about at first, and then I was worried like when we dove into it, I was like, am I gonna like it less? Oh no, I love no. it more now. Like just really looking at the lyrics, it's it paints a picture. It's kind of the opposite of the last time where there's a lot of lyrics that are saying nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but this one has like fewer lyrics, but they are say saying so much more. Yes, yeah. each line is like packed. You, like you can unpack yes, it's so and dense it's, yeah i love information it. yeah i had a really hard time picking a favorite for sure yeah but i do to go back to her talking about like reminiscing and stuff i just i love that she's like instead of thinking about what went wrong and what she could have done and how it could have been fixed she's just like it's what it was and yeah you know it was good <laughs> it was good so yeah it's good um what okay what is your favorite line before we talk more about I had a hard lines. time picking okay the whole second verse really like I pretty much condensed it down to that but it's also kind of a really long verse but I think um I guess we fell apart in the usual way and the story's got dust on every page that's a good one yeah Man. we love it well my favorite was um yeah it took off faster than a green light go yeah you skip the conversation yes. when you already know <laughs> like what a great way to say like we fell in love quickly or whatever, you know. Yes, or like love at first sight or something. Yeah. Like, but she just, it, it's so, it's, and the fact that she mentions poems, mm -hmm. when you fit into my poems, like a perfect rhyme. Actually, I always mess that line up when I sing it. When you fit in my poems, like a perfect rhyme. And this song is a poem, basically. It really is. It's so good. I love the, and Lord, it so took good. me away. <laughs> I don't know why that cracks yeah. me up. <laughs> I also love um, spinning like a girl in a brand new dress. Yes. And the, what big a wide, the big wide city all to ourselves. We block the noise with the sound of I need you. Yes. Okay. See the whole second verse. Do yeah, you picture seriously. like a big, a window looking over New York City with yes. her spinning in a dress? Yes. But it's like How does tea she length incept? and really poofy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> tea length. Yeah. <laughs> How come she incepts a picture into all of our minds? It's amazing. I know. It's it's pure poetry. I also just love I don't want to dance if I'm not dancing with you. That's it's great. Do you think he knows that so the song's about him? He's got to. I mean he's got to, but I wonder if he responded at all. Like other than the much I mean, better lines, but not right. that it really I mean, needs to a, be I don't know it's a deep cut and it's kind of vague enough to where you know yeah I could just you know, see if he heard it and knew then he'd probably be like oh yeah I you just know? it would be nice like like you think you have this toxic relationship or whatever with the, your ex or not maybe not toxic but like a bad breakup and then like 10 years yeah. later they write a nice song about your good times You're like yeah Aw. and she's just like nice. it was good <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I oh I do love that Imagine if the Jonas Brothers would cover this song. That would be great. At a live show or something. I mean, <laughs> I can picture them um, butchering it a little bit. And I that's can, why I want to hear it. I can picture Nick singing, <laughs> spinning like a girl in a brand new dress. Yes. Oh, man. Oh. So one more thing I want to mention. Please. Is there's a live version. It's her playing at the live lounge at Studio Whatever, BBC. Oh, yeah. Just... Just search that Holy Ground Live. Yes, it is seriously so good. It's much more like ethereal and um, it just brings out the lyrics. Like that made me love this song. So I'm afraid to link it in the description because will I get copyrighted? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we've been taking lots it's just of risks. A link. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a link and it goes, it's like an official thing. So maybe I will link it because it's, if you don't like the song, Give this live version a chance. I love the, the, I don't know how to even like say the words, but like the, uh, I guess yes. it's like the ooze. I don't know. Yeah. The ooze. Yeah. I, I always like when I would kind of listen to the song without actually listening to it, mm -hmm. I always thought she was like saying something. And then, you know, when I started like listening to it seriously, I was like, oh, she's not saying anything. <laughs> Just, ooh, oh, oh. Uwos. I really love the uwos. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, when you were talking about that live performance, I was picturing that part of the live performance and how it, yes. it's, I don't know, it's great. And also Mr. Nashville's in that, like, so your favorite. that performance was from when she was promoting Lover. So she's got like her grown up adult voice and everything. And she just like looks 
super happy and healthy and we love it. Gotta love it. Women supporting <laughs> women. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Oh, wait. Hopefully need, not first. We need tropes. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty tropey. Like, the list is short, but the tropes are the high. Idea, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, reminiscing just the other day seems like a trope mm-hmm. in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, New York. Coffee. <laughs> is coffee a trope? I feel like we'll just say any Probably. beverage. <laughs> um, jumping headfirst into a new relationship. Yes. Um, but also looking back at a relationship, but it's in a good way. It's the good variant. Um, a dress. <laughs> a big old city. Oh. Um, breaking up in a, in a normal way or like a usual way. I feel like that's a trope, but I don't have any information to back that up. Um, story pages, wondering what the guy is thinking. And then mm-hmm. just like dancing. I definitely think there's more. Oh, a door. Traffic light. Um, yes. That's a big one in this album, I feel like in particular. I True. mean, I say big one. I think it's mentioned like two other times, <laughs> but you know. Yeah, really any. Yeah, traffic light that um, you're driving. Oh, that's reckless driving. I think Ooh. it doesn't actually say driving though, no, so. but it, nah. it's a metaphor, but you know, and I hesitate to say my famous ex just because like you have to do a little digging. So yeah, that's true. I won't that's include true. that one, but it's still very, it's quite swifty to me, but it clearly referenced. Well, yeah, I don't know. But like on first listen of this song, I really never would have thought no. it being a be about Joe, like only after having way too much information <laughs> did i come to that conclusion <laughs> oh that's what this podcast is for yes. yeah the the amount of dancing there's so much dancing so it's a lot of dancing so much i feel like poems or poetry is one yeah i was thinking too but, about like the seeing your face in every crowd for some reason seems like tropey to or me like but even just a crowd yeah i agree so it's what even was, more tropey than i listed what was the song that she wrote about john mayer after their relationship that was kind of like not negative like after they saw each other in an award show and speak now oh um the story of us oh like was it the story of us i mean that's the one where they see each other at the award show but they're still definitely she thinks there's unresolved feelings yeah (laughs) this gives me a little bit it's not quite those vibes but it's not really the same but i don't know why similar but it's like so so far in the past Mm mm-hmm that she's not hurt by it anymore. I'm just so glad that Swifties aren't amazing. trying to make this song about John Mayer, so. Yeah. <laughs> like, darling, it was not good. <laughs> oh, if she would have said that, it was really be bad. like, oh, that's John Mayer. <laughs> well, I saw some people mention, like, it could be about Taylor Lautner, but it's clearly about oh, Joe. Taylor gets one song. Poor Taylor. <laughs> oh. He just got he heartbroken. forgotten about. I know. With not with just one song to show for it. It's a really good song. It is. One of the best. <laughs> At least he's happily married now. Well Is he married? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I just made that up. For some oh. reason I thought he oh. was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know. I haven't seen him in the news in a while, so I have to Google it now. Oh. Is he married to the girl from Shark Boy and Lava Girl? He better be. <laughs> um they're engaged. And her name the girl is girl from Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, oh. no, no, some other girl named <laughs> Taylor. It. No, some other girl named Taylor. No. That's why I remembered this. <gasps> oh, Taylor my Dome, a nurse from California. And oh, last just I see, a regular girl. I guess that's so sweet. Hey, a nurse. Nurses are oh. heroes. True. Nurses should be paid as much as Taylor Swift. <laughs> Honestly, not more. Um, but I don't think they're married. So anyway, close enough. Well, that's still cute. He's Sounds engaged. like he's happy. With another Taylor that's really funny, but (laughs) (laughs) gotta love those Taylors. Uh, So anyway, the secret message again, when you came to the show in SD, which sorry for totally blowing it and saying it late on the Taylor. I think we just need to just move it above the Taylor from now on because I've done this so many times. Just include it in the Taylor. Yeah. If it applies. I'm like, you guys totally know what I'm talking about and I'm giving you all these details like, oh, also, this (laughs) is why. Oh, by the way, it's Sweet Disposition by Temper Trap. (laughs) kill me in real life Uh, i'm sorry i should be fired no because if you have to get fired then i should be fired for never ever doing any research and just saying things Uh, and pretending like i know what i'm talking about that's what the whole podcast is supposed to be about opinions (laughs) 
Can our listeners uh, please so. just give us a little bit of feedback in an email or like a DM or a comment and tell us like, are we the worst? Are we good? Yeah. Do you enjoy us? Do you think Would that- you nominate us for worst podcast hosts of all time? Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> Maybe don't let us know if it's a yes, but you know. <laughs> Let's rate the song. Yes. You go first this time. Okay. I gave it a 7.5. Nice. But I, I, I was be- torn between an 8 and a 7.5. I think it's... A, I give it an 8. I changed my mind. Okay. <laughs> I gave it a... I, I was thinking a 7. Okay. I really like it. Because, so. I mean, the more I talk about it, like, the more I like it. But I know. Yeah. But it's too. not... But why does 8 seem a little too high? Even though I clearly love it, I cover it all the time. I don't know. I, I can't I tell know. you your feelings. I can try. I give it a 7.5. 7.75. <laughs> 7. I'll go with my original, my original thought. And as far as swiftiness, it's pretty swifty. I, mean, I think it's like a seven or an eight at least. Yeah. Yeah. 7.5. Yeah. Let's do seven and 7.5. 7.5 girls in brand new dresses. That's what I was thinking of too. Out of 10 girls in brand new dresses. <laughs> Not spinning. No. They're stationary. We didn't even talk about the. I left a note on the door with the joke we'd made, and that was the first day. I don't know why that seems like that also seems kind of tropey. So it's tropey, and it's also like Joe Jonas. Like I feel like anytime she references him in a song, like or he, she's had to have done it a couple times. Where like talking about how funny he is. Yeah, it is always like laughing or something. Laughing, joking, or dancing. Sometimes for worse. And yeah, sometimes for, for better, or for bad. Yeah, for good or for bad. That's a better way to yep. put it. Exactly. I tried to um, draw a little like okay sign emoji in my notes when I wrote synth that comes in in the second chorus, <laughs> um, but it looks terrible. <laughs> I always try to draw emojis in my notes. And Post a picture of that on our Instagram. <laughs> maybe, maybe I will. Man, Joe Jonas has some good songs written about him. I know, like he has way better songs written about him than he's written. Wow. Sorry, Joe. What an insult and a... I don't know. <laughs> well, what's next? I'm just... Okay. So join us next time. Um, we will be talking about Sad, Beautiful, Tragic, The Lucky One, and Everything Has Changed featuring Ed Sheeran. Three songs, guys. Buckle up. The triple. We're going to try. Is it going to be an hour and a half long or is it going to be 20 minutes long? You'll have to find out. <laughs> we'll see well does that wrap us up oh yeah swifty's out oh swifty's out you sounded so surprised i always forget i have to do that part i mean not that i have to but i always forget to but it's fun 